Hello and welcome to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. My name is Kyle Case and I'll be your host on this amazing journey as we attempt to help you get the most out of your life. Joining me in the studio today, filling in for Jeff, who is away on a recruiting trip, is my good, good friend, Derek Campbell. Hi, Kyle. How are you doing today, Derek? I'm phenomenal. Good. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm a little tired, but I'm doing good. You you know I've been on the road a little bit. Yeah, I, I'm very well aware of yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> you're aware of that. In fact, I just got back yesterday from a trip to China. Yeah. And it was awesome. You look tired. I feel tired. I'm definitely <laughs> I'm definitely in a home. different time zone. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm definitely in a different time zone. I, I woke up last night about 3 a.m. and uh, I was awake. Yeah. And I'm feeling it right now. <laughs> I'm feeling it right now. But I feel like it was good. It was a good productive trip. Uh, we met with a lot of different government officials and some senior athletes were trying to make invitations to come and be a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games and That's be a part awesome. of active aging. And I think that it went really well. And in that spirit today, Derek, I want to talk about some of the health benefits of travel. Okay. So I, I don't perceive many health benefits no, from no, the act I, of traveling. So I'm uh, no, curious. It's exciting. There, There's a lot of good things that are going on with people who are traveling. I got this from Lifestyle Online Magazine, and there was stuff that I thought made sense, but there were some surprising benefits to travel. So I want to share them with you. All right. Number one, tr- this is one that uh, I didn't think of as a benefit, but it's interesting. Travel exposes you to different environments which ultimately creates stronger antibodies and it boosts your immune system significantly. Much did needed, you know that? though. <laughs> did, you, did you know that? Yeah, needed, especially you know if you're yeah, traveling. Introduced and, to foreign other elements. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, oh, that's cool. we, we kind of chuckle about that, but it's it's actually true. Antibodies, of course, we know are the little proteins that protect our immune system from harmful pathogens. And research shows that exposure to some dirt every once in a while and some minor illnesses actually keeps your body and your gut stronger. Now, that isn't to say that we shouldn't practice um, you know, basic hygiene, of course, we should wash our hands and use a little hand sanitizer here and there. But having new bacteria in our life isn't such a bad thing. And when we travel from place to place, our bodies adapts to thousands of new bacteria, which in turn makes our immune system stronger. Now, like I said, when I, when I first started thinking about the benefits of travel, this isn't one of the things that I thought of, but it makes sense. Yeah, I... Uh... Usually, when I travel, I'm excited to go. Right. And just the power of positivity there just, you know, lifts your body, lifts Absolutely. your mind. Absolutely. That's another one of the benefits. Travel lowers stress levels. Ah. So it uh, actually lowers stress levels a lot. This this one probably isn't a big surprise to a lot of people, but it's been scientifically proven that travel will increase your happiness. It'll decrease your depression. A study found that three days after vacation, travelers felt well-rested less anxious and in a better mood. And these improvements didn't disappear when they returned home. They lasted for weeks afterwards. So some real stress reducers in travel and and vacation. Um, This is another one. And and you mentioned this, uh, Derek, you you get excited and you feel good about it. Um, Travel improves your brain health in the same way that exercise does or even that sleep does. Um, Travel expands your mind. You meet new people. You adapt to new situations. You become more globally and culturally aware of what's going on in the world. This is all good for your health because new experiences increase cognitive connections, 
between, um, or excuse me, in your brain, and that makes your mind sharp. They've done studies that show that a connection between travel and an increase in creativity happens. There's a deeper sense of cultural awareness, like I said, and personal growth. And according to the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology, those who travel and study abroad tend to be more open and emotionally stable. So it's good for your brain to get on the road once in a while. It's got to be similar to uh, meditation, you know, when you're you're supposed to meditate. We're taught that for health right, and wellness. Right. Take a break from the routine of your daily life, and traveling definitely does that. It does. It makes you break from life and see new things, feel new things. That's, Absolutely. That's cool. Expands your horizons, and ultimately at the end of the experience, and I think – more than the experience, but the lifetime of experiences, it actually improves your brain health. And I think that's, that's you know, worth considering when you're, yeah. <laughs> when you're planning your next vacation. <laughs> a couple of others really quickly. Travel will decrease your risk of heart disease. I thought this was a great one. That's because people who wander away from their homes for a little vacation are generally less stressed, as we mentioned, and less anxious, or at least they're willing to take a break from the stressors that are in their lives. Because of this, the long-running Framingham Heart Study found that men and women who traveled annually were less likely to suffer a heart attack or develop heart disease. So there's another benefit to get on the road, Mm -hmm. see something out there in the world. And then finally, the last one, uh, this is kind of a a wrap-up of all the ones that we've talked about, but travel can help you live longer. It's true. It's true. It can. Yeah, it sounds like uh, I should travel more. Well, maybe we all should. Those who travel tend to have a longer life expectancy. Whether you travel locally or globally, all forms of travel enhance our lives and can actually increase the uh, amount of time that we get to spend on this earth, potentially at least. Research shows that travel reduces stress, keeps your body healthy inside and out, it boosts your brain health, it keeps your immune system up and running, and uh, all this adds up to increased chance of living longer and to having more fun doing it. You know, Kyle, I've got a great place where people could come travel to. Where's that? A great destination. <laughs> where is it? Where is it? <laughs> right here in our little home. Of course, we'd love to invite people to travel to St. George, Utah, and be a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games. There's no question about it. Speaking of which, today's guest is going to join us on the phone from Arizona in order to compete in the games. She has traveled here. Juliana Kimball is a multi-sport athlete who has been active pretty much all of her life. She's participated in track and field, speed skating, running, and golf. And then she says at age 55, she discovered her true passion, which is cycling. She was the Arizona State Champion in 2012 and 2013, the U.S. Nationals Champion in 2014. And in 2013, she was the overall winner in the cycling events in her age category at the Huntsman World Senior Games, winning four gold medals. She grew up in Boston, Massachusetts, but has lived in Arizona for over 50 years. She is also a cancer survivor and is now seven years cancer-free. Juliana, welcome to the show, and congratulations on that last one. That's a big one. It is. So I'm, um, real, I'm real excited about that because it's uh, something that we fight all the time. Well, and, and trying to survive the cancer, as you've said, you know, when, once you're a survivor, it's certainly something that's on your mind. Uh, you love to hear those, that word remission. You want to make sure that it's, uh, nowhere near you again. I, I know that. And, uh, again, congratulations. 
on on being cancer free. And holy cow, congratulations on all of your accomplishments in the world of cycling, especially coming to the game a little bit later in life. That's amazing. Yes, and you know I've registered um, for the Huntsman Games for in ten, for ten years, and two out of the ten because of illnesses, which you know we can't uh, you know avoid. Right. Um, I have enjoyed the Huntsman's game. I mean, I was a nervous wreck when I first went there, thinking, "Wow, what am I going to be like? What is it going to be?" And the camaraderie that we all had, no matter what sport it was, it was an adventure. And I wouldn't miss it for the world. Well, that's awesome. We we love that you feel that way about it. Now, I, I've got a question for you. you. I know that you've had a lot of success in the games in cycling, uh, but you've also participated in a variety of sports throughout your life. Have you competed in some of these other sports at the games as well? For example, have you done track and field at the Huntsman World Senior Games? No, I okay. have not. None of them that I have done in the past have I done at the senior game. Okay. My passion is cycling, and it's the thing that keeps me healthy. Uh, it motivates me, and it keeps my brain clear, and I feel uh, healthier when I'm cycling. Um, when I get off the bike, it's just like, I've got a clear mind. Athletes who are runners or, or triathletes, they say, say the same thing, the adrenaline rush you get. That's the adrenaline I have when I cycle. It's That's, just a rush. That is awesome. All, all those uh, hormones and chemicals make such a an important contribution to our overall wellness, our overall health, and our overall well-being. Um you know, dopamine, adrenaline, all those things that just uh, make life fun and worth living. I I, I, uh, I want to back up just a little bit um, and talk a, maybe just for a second about some of these sports that you have participated in earlier on mm-hmm. in your life. Uh, specifically, I'm interested in the speed skating. Tell me a little bit about speed skating. That's kind of a unique sport. There's not a lot of people that I know, at least, that do that one. It is. Um, when I was about uh, 14, 15 years old, I started speed skating. I living in Boston. There was nothing else to do. And um, I became very good at it. And I was competing with a lady called Jeannie Ashwell, who okay. was a dynamite. And we were competing to go to the, the Olympics. And um, she just outskated me. And it was a sport that, you know, we would freeze the football fields and we were able to skate. And people would put cones out. And um, and I saw that on one of the Olympics. And I said, I want to do that. I want to do that. And, and I did. And I started it. And then I realized I did not have what it took to, you know, compete nationally or at the Olympics on it. And so I just said, okay, just I have to move on to something else. <laughs> well, it sounds like you, you know, you didn't reach that the pinnacle of the Olympics, but it sounds like you had some real success at it, and you at least were in the, you know, in the ballpark of of toying with the idea of trying to qualify for for world level competitions. Mm-hmm. Correct. That's great. That's great. So, so how how many years did you do that? How many years did you speed skate? I speed skated until I was about 18 years old. Okay. So roughly your high school years, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, 
And is that also, I'm, I'm curious, is that also when you competed in track and field? Yes. Uh-huh. I used to throw the, sh- the javelin and the shot put. Oh, so <laughs> this is this is this is fascinating to me. I would have assumed you were a sprinter or a runner nope. of some sort in track and field. So you threw the implements in track and field. Correct. That's... They were, there was something I loved about. It. I don't know why I, I loved to see the javelin fly, but every time I threw it, it, it ended up on the wrong end. So <laughs> oh, <it flipped laughs> I didn't air. have the technique it took for, for me. To to have the javelin land well, but the shot put, I was I was successful in it, and um, it, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun, and and my coach was uh, he really wanted me to do other activities like running and stuff, and I said, nah, that 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 doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. And later on in my life, I did start to run ten k's. I started with the five k, then a ten k, then a half marathon, then a marathon. And I got injured. And oh. from the injury, that led me into cycling. And then that's when I found my true passion. And that's where it took off. I was going to say you're there in kind of the marathon mecca, the marathon center of the universe in Boston. Um, did you run the Boston Marathon or were, or were you in Arizona at that time? I was in Arizona, but I could not qualify okay. for it. You have to qualify yeah. for four hours to qualify for the Boston Marathon. And, um, uh, I, I didn't qualify yeah. for it and I could not qualify. I didn't have that kind of stamina, but I never gave up. Well, I'm, I'm in my book, anybody who can finish a marathon, which I have not done personally, but just admire someone who can find their way through all those miles is, uh, certainly a winner in my book. So that's fantastic. You also have, have played golf. It sounds like, uh, enjoyed that sport mm-hmm. as well. I want to. I want you to tell me just a little bit about how you got into cycling. I, I feel like that's you've mentioned a couple of times that that's really your passion. How did you? How did you get into it? And how did you like find that passion and and you know figure out that that's what you want to do? Well, I was running the New York Marathon and I had only two miles to go and I hit a pothole and I tore ligaments in oh, my man. ankle and. And when I came back to Phoenix, um, my uh, uh, orthopedic guy said, you know, Julie, why don't you take up cycling? You know, it'll be a little easier on your body. And I said, cycling, I won't get the adrenaline rush from cycling. I said, it, the adrenaline that you get when you're running and the people cheering, on, uh, cheering you on along the way, that's, that's the rush you get. Yeah. He said, just get a bike and because... <laughs> you're not going to be able to run anymore because you're going to tear it and you're going to tear it and then it's going to be over. Yeah. I said, okay, got on a bike and started to ride and thought, okay, this is a piece of cake. Well, have you ever gone up, well, a South Mountain or go up like like in any of your hills there? And I thought to myself, oh, this is a challenge. Okay, (laughs) let me try this sport. Well, my first bike was $1,500 in my bike that I have now is as much as my home when I when I bought my first home. (laughs) I was going to say cycling can get to be a little bit expensive. It sounds like you have just embraced that 
and you're comfortable mm-hmm. with it and you're just moving forward. I think that's fantastic. You're listening. Yeah, I went to the I went to the senior games here in Arizona. I was fifty five. I went to the senior games and I thought this is a piece of cake. Well, when I saw the competition, that wasn't that wasn't a piece of cake. And I set out goals. I have I have goals that um, each day that I have to accomplish. And my first goal was I'm going to win. I'm going to do this, <laughs> and that's what kept me going. That's a good goal. And then somebody invited me to the Huntsman game, and I said the Huntsmans, and I said I never heard of it. And when I got there, I said I will never stop going. Oh, it that's... was just phenomenal. And the people you meet, you know, we all have our adversities, all yeah, of us. Yeah. And if you stay in the now and don't worry about when you start, just start. And that's the important thing. Just just do it. You know, I have a, a, a poem that I always say to myself is when things go wrong, as they sometimes will, when the road you're trudging seems all uphill, when cares are pressing you down a bit, Rest if you must, but don't you ever quit. I love that. I've heard that before and such wise counsel, right? Yep, it is. You're listening to the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life, and we are visiting with Juliana Kimball, an athlete at the Huntsman World Senior Games. In fact, she's been an athlete really her whole life long. Most recently, she's adopted cycling as her go-to sport, her sport of choice, uh, you mentioned, Juliana, that you've competed at the Games for about 10 years. Is that right? Correct. So during those 10 years, you, there's got to be a memory that stands out. Tell tell us one of the memories that you have of the Huntsman World Senior Games. The memory I have is the year I came back from cancer. And um, it was in 2000. 2012 when I got cancer and 2013 when I was competing and all of my friends who knew that and some of the athletes other athletes in pickleball and so on were at the top of the hill at Snow Canyon cheering me on and I still get emotional about it well just having been at the top of the hill of Snow Canyon personally, I mean, we 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 consider Snow Canyon right in our backyard. We live in in Santa Clara, and we go there all the time, literally every week. What an incredibly beautiful setting to have a group of friends cheering you on um, after really a, an a, an amazingly difficult time, right? I mean, you're coming back from exactly. cancer; it's your first time back. You've got friends there at the top of these beautiful red sandstone vistas saying, come on, Juliana, you can do this. I I can't imagine why you wouldn't get emotional about that. What a great memory. That is a, it is, it is a memory that sticks in my head every time I enter into the Huntsman games, the camaraderie, the friendships and the people who care about each other. And uh, that's what makes the Huntsman games. Uh, a great place to go. I totally agree. You know, we talk a lot about the competition and the event, and of course that's important. I mean, that's that's why we come together is to compete. Um, athletes come to the games for that competition, and the competition is great, uh, motivating. It's all the good things. You know, we love that. But most people come back to the games for what you're describing, Juliana. They come back because of the friendships 
They come back because of the camaraderie. They come back because of the just that overall feeling and sentiment of, of being together and cheering each other on and being there for each other. We hear that all the time from athletes at the games. I, I came for the competition. I come back for the friendship. And it sounds like that's been uh, one of the things that has stood out for you as well. Exactly. So you've been coming for 10 years. You've obviously made a lot of friends. Uh, you've obviously also had a lot of success on the field of competition. At the Huntsman World Senior Games, we offer um, so much more than just the competition aspect of it. Uh, are, are there other things besides competition, outside of the field of competition, that stand out to you as an athlete, as a participant of the Huntsman World Senior Games? The way the games are, are put on, uh, the sh- the show that they have at the beginning, parading the athletes in. The opening ceremonies is what you're talking about. The opening, uh-huh, the yeah. opening ceremonies. The way that it's all put together, um, it, it's, it's something that when you go there, you're excited to do. You're excited to go to the event, to the opening ceremonies, because it makes you feel important that the people who are putting it on are, are really, they have our, us in mind. And it's, it just is a, a wonderful feeling. I look forward to it every time. Well, that's awesome. We, we, we feel strongly about our opening ceremonies. We love it as well. There's just, it feels like there's just magic in the air that night. There's so much excitement mm-hmm. and the athletes are the ones who bring it. There's no question about it, but there's just excitement in the air and just a overall good feeling of the founding principles of the games. We, we feel like that ceremonies really exemplifies the peace, health, and friendship that we're all striving for. And so I, I, it makes me feel good to hear that you've enjoyed that and have appreciated that as, as part of your overall experience. We've got about a, a minute and a half left. Um, you've kind of alluded to this in uh, what you said earlier, but is there any advice that you might share with somebody who's contemplating either participating in the games themselves or just getting off the couch and doing something active? What, what would you share with somebody who's, who's considering that as a lifestyle change? Just take the first step. That's all it takes. Don't worry about what other people think. Just do it. It, it only takes one foot in front of the other to get you motivated. Yeah, you can think about it and say, oh, yeah, but all of these other things come in your mind. Well, I don't have time for this. Well, I'll wait until this time or this. Just get it in your mind. Set a small goal. A small goal. I'm going to walk 10 minutes. I'm going to ride 5 minutes or 10 minutes. Just do it. And each day, add a little bit more to it so that you get that feeling, oh, I think I can do this. You know, it doesn't take um, a rocket scientist to say, just put on your shoes and do it. It's not hard. Just get out there, enjoy the fresh air, enjoy the outdoors, and before you know it, you're going to be 10 minutes has already turned into an hour. And it's just the first step to take. Write small goals. Talk to yourself in a positive way that, yeah, I can do this. You know, I can't make excuses. Remember this. You own the day, not anyone else. You own that day. So take everything you can from that day and do it for yourself. I love it. I love it. Juliana, what 
incredible advice. It sounds like not only can you share that, but it sounds like you live that. And uh, again, congratulations on all the success that you've had. And can't wait to see you again in October here at the Huntsman World Senior Games. Looking forward to it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Derek, it's June. Yes, it is, Kyle. You, you know what that means? Well, we're halfway through the year almost. I know. We're halfway <laughs> through the year. We're halfway through our uh, registration season. It's time to register for the Huntsman World Senior Games. Can you believe we already have that many athletes, over 6,000 athletes registered? I know. I ran a report just this morning, and it's 6,100 and change, which is amazing. That is great for this it's time clicking. of year. Uh, if you're interested in being a part of the Huntsman World Senior Games, and we hope that you're interested in being a part of the event, get registered. Get it on your calendar. Use that motivation to help you really live the active life. It's very easy to register. All you have to do is visit SeniorGames.net and click on the Register tab. Once again, that is SeniorGames.net. Click on the Register tab. The process is simple. It's fast. It's secure. And before you know it, you'll be ready to become one of our more than 11,000 athletes who will compete in the Huntsman World Senior Games this year. The dates of the games are October 7th through the 19th of 2019. And uh, again, put that on your calendar and be a part of the event this year. Remember to tune in live next and every Thursday at 5.30 p.m. Mountain Time on AM 1450 or FM 93.1 for the Huntsman World Senior Games Active Life. You can also subscribe to our podcast that is found pretty much anywhere that podcasts are found. Our inspirational quote comes from the great Chinese philosopher Confucius, Derek. He said, wherever you go, go with all your heart. Until next Thursday, stay active.